So I wanted to capture this thought. I'm thinking of this scene in Sex in the City. I was really into Sex in the City when I was uh, just coming out of my marriage, learning how to be single. I got married when I was 20 years old to a man that I met when I was 18. And so we held together a very traditional, conventional, monogamous, um, old school relationship for about 12 years. So pretty much the entrance into my adult life, um, I entered into a very traditional uh, lifestyle. And when I came out of that, I was like, okay, how do I do this single thing? (laughs) And one thing, you know, you tend to draw in things that Mm. you tend to draw in things and experiences and friendships and even like TV shows that reflect what it is that you're trying to learn about yourself. And I was really drawn to Sex in the City in my early single post-divorced years. And I remember, I don't remember what season, I don't remember what episode, But it was around the time when uh, Charlotte was getting married to her first husband, Trey. And uh, they came to the decision that she would stop working at the gallery. And she would really devote a good portion of her life and her contribution to community, family, um, through being a homemaker. And her friend Miranda was having a hard time with that. So they got into this big argument. And um, Miranda was like, why would you, you know, why do do you feel like you have to do that just because you're getting married and this and that. And as Charlotte was not quite owning the role that she's saying she's gonna step into, but she was choosing it because Charlotte had this draw toward shaping her life to, to be, to reflect externally a certain um, lifestyle. Uh, she was more drawn from the outside in as opposed to from the inside out no harm no no judgment nothing bad about that everyone gets to choose and get motivated in their own way she was drawn to the idea of being this devoted wife of a very successful doctor who comes from old money and her contribution to him and community and um, philanthropy and you know things like that uh, and I was more in alignment with what she wanted to continue to reflect to outside viewers who looked at her. So I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about how, not how, I'm thinking about the roles that we play in life. And in this moment in my life, I'm really allowing myself to deconstruct this idea and this connection to shame this connection to guilt, um, 
So bear with me as I'm wrapping all this in together. So within the roles that we play, we have the choice to play whatever roles we want to play. How we come to those decisions of what roles we end up playing is all on us, even if we don't realize it. So someone maybe like a Charlotte would come to that decision of I'm going to play this role in my community, in my family, because this is what I've been told is the best role to play or, you know, the, the, the thing that an upstanding citizen would do or, or whatever. But ultimately you are still making that choice because you chose it, not because someone is making you or an over overarching system is making you choose that like religion or your connection to your culture's standards and ideology. Um, you are still making the choice for yourself. And I'm talking mainly from people who live in societies where they do have more access to freedom of choice. I understand that there are other societies where, you know, you're born into a very specific lifestyle and you play roles that are assigned to you. It's not as easy to decide that you're just going to play a different role. Um, so I want to acknowledge that this isn't absolute universal truth. This is really applicable to people who live in societies where they can choose. Um, so I'm thinking about this idea of choice and the roles that we play. And I'm just, just deconstructing that and wanting to just create a narrative around like a verbal narrative around that. Like, do we, how conscious are we about the roles that we are choosing to play? And are we coasting through life in the roles that we're playing? Are we conscious and present in the roles that we're choosing to play? And how do you feel about the roles that you're playing in in your life? Do you feel some sense of personal empowerment, personal ownership, I guess? Or are you playing a role that you feel was assigned to you and you're just coasting in order to continue playing that role? And I am curious about if you're playing a role that you feel is assigned to you and you're not fully invested in it, then how good are you to the people around you that's relying on you playing that role. You know what I mean? Like, okay, a person, okay, so you, we tend to glorify when people are like, oh, we've been married for 50 years and this and that. But if 30 of those damn years, you've been just kind of pissed off at each other and just coasting through, you can, ha- you can barely ha- handle being in their presence. You don't even have a friendship together and you're just, sorry about my cats, I don't know if you hear them. 
Um, they're just really finicky and kind of bitchy right now. It's really interesting. But um, my little bitchy cats, they keep hissing at each other. So structurally, yeah, good for you. You got 50 years. That's fantastic. And I'm sure that there are things that you've been able to learn and life lessons that you've been able to learn and acquire that maybe a person like me, I wouldn't have access to those life lessons in this present life that I am living in because I didn't choose that path. Um, so there's always something that we can learn, but I, I am still curious about how much is accessible for us to learn when we are coasting through life or we are muscling through continuing to play a role, how much are you really learning? How much are you really getting and able to give from the role that you are choosing to play? So I'll leave it at that. And I'm curious what came up for you as you're listening to this. 